Uh, ladies and gentlemen, right time for yet another edition of the James Whale Radio Show. Well, Robbo, here we go. Another day, another dollar, as they say. Mind you, the fall in the pound doesn't mean it's going to be worth that much. I've told you, jelly tots is the answer. Yeah. Well, if the international currency could become jelly tots, I'd be quite happy. I'd be quite... Well, I, but no, actually, I would prefer chocolate buttons. No, no, no. Uh, the Galaxy. Um, the, yeah, the Galaxy ones. I like uh, vice versas. I've no idea what they are. Like white chocolate on the inside and dark chocolate on the outside, or dark chocolate on the inside and white chocolate on the outside. Yeah, but you see, white isn't chocolate. Don't be racist about chocolate. White isn't chocolate. There is no cocoa, which is what makes chocolate, in white chocolate. Well, that's a bit upsetting. Yeah, I th- in fact, I'm not even sure why they call it chocolate. It doesn't actually taste like chocolate, does it? No, no. I don't like it, so I don't. I mean, I've only ever tasted it once or twice. I, I was never a Milky Bar kid. That's strange. Yeah, no. I, 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 I used to like to get down and dirty with the seventy uh, percent cocoa solids. <laughs> I could just picture you in a Milky Bar advert. Could you? Mm. Yeah. Ain't never going to happen. Oh well, we never say never. You know, uh, if the money is right, as as you know, I'll do almost anything for money. But I won't do that. <laughs> I made a joke. Ah, right, okay, let's do the show. Oh, by the way, when are we going to make enough money so we can employ somebody to do the voiceover rather than me say, ladies and gentlemen, it's the James Whale radio show. I mean, usually that would be the job of Mr. Voiceover Man or Woman. I'm auditioning uh, people as we speak. Oh, good. Well, you know, in the interest of diversity, you mustn't show any uh, favour to anyone because of their sex, colour or creed. I've got uh, Roberto Oldfieldo coming in uh, later this afternoon for his audition. Oh, right. OK. Well, I've heard of him. He might be OK. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the other the other thing, of course, is that uh, you, you could you could. Well, the BBC. Are, oh, actually, talk about diversity. Do you see the BBC? The BBC are, um, are are holding a new course or giving new directions on diversity to the people who work in the BBC. What, you all have to go out street dancing? I don't know. I really... Well, it, it beggars belief as far as I'm concerned. Just ridiculous. Can we not just let people be people and get on with life? All this kind of manipulation driving me mad. It might do you hit Oh, well, good. we must be fair. Well, we're not very fair to elderly people, are we? We're not very fair to pensioners who are struggling to get by, who've never done anything other than work. Most of them pay their taxes and then at the end of their lives find themselves uh, having to scrape and, and scrimp and save and all the other S's you can think of. Um, no, I didn't think you'd have an answer to that. No. Um, anyway, listen, moving swiftly. Oh, by the way, good news for people like me who shave their legs. You shave your legs? No, I've always shaved my legs. Shaved my legs, my underarms, my careful bits. Yep, I shave. I I don't like a lot of hair, so I shave. 
And apparently, uh, women, a survey in the mail uh, this very week, uh, says that uh, women basically prefer men who shave their body. Is that true? According to a survey. Oh, I might go home and give myself a good waxing. Is waxing okay? Yeah, waxing, shaving, yeah, as long as you keep the hairs, uh, you know, pe- men who look a slightly, I think they said Neanderthal with a lot of hair, uh, puts women off. That's where I've been going wrong. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was at the barber's last week and uh, I had everything off. Everything? Yeah, yeah, the whole lot. I had, I had um, the whole of uh, any, every hair on my head, in my nose, in my ears, uh, apart from my beard and, and a bit of eyebrows left, everything has gone. Mind you, it's growing back now. That's the, that's the annoying thing with hair. You have to keep on top of it, otherwise it, it keeps coming back. So you're actually after not a cure for baldness, but a cure for hair. I've never wanted a cure for baldness. Who told you that? Well, the majority of people want a cure for baldness. Well, they're idiots. I think what you do is you go with what nature gave you. Yeah, but then someone comes along and takes it away all of a sudden. Nobody takes it away. Some some people have thick uh, coats, if you like, if you want to use the dog term, uh, and other people don't. And it, you just go with what you have. I, I actually... Uh, have a lot of hair on my body, so I like to keep that shaved or waxed or whatever, keep it down, and very little on my head, so I keep that completely now completely shaved. It looks better. If I look back at pictures of me about 20 years ago where I used to grow it long, a bit like you do, you just like you look like a prized pillock. Yeah, but I'm just lazy. Yeah, well, get, get your hair cut. Go and get it cut off, all of it. It's not because I don't want to, you know, have the head shaved or uh, the eyebrows yeah. plucked or whatever. It's just like I can't, I can't find myself taking myself out of the building. Well, I'm sure you could find a half an hour to pop. Have you got a good barber's near you? Uh, that's debatable, but yeah, I can. Yeah, probably... see, you, yeah, you need no, you need a good one, and you need one who uses a cutthroat razor. I had one of them down the back of my neck once. Mm. Well, you need it all over. Ooh. Anyway, listen, I think we better start this show. This uh, uh, seems a bit silly just going on about, I don't know, whatever we're talking about. Shaving. Yeah, mind you, that's what we go on about anyway, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we always talk about. Yeah, yeah, shaving in particular. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so welcome to those of you who just joined us. Uh, nice to have you there. Whether you are uh, listening via the radio, the iPad, the... Uh, oh, no, you're not allowed to say that, are you? The Android... The Android? I don't know. Is that what, what, what they call these phones and things which aren't necessarily Apple? They're just smartphones. Oh, are they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, very smart. I don't understand why other phones are available. There's no point in having anything other than a phone that does everything. We talked about this last week. Old people don't like smartphones. Yeah, well, I'm quite old and I love them. In fact, a friend of mine the other day said, where are you, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm back doing some bits and pieces on talk radio. And they said, well, can I, I'll try tuning that in on my radio. I said, well, have you got a DAB radio? And they said, what's a DAB radio? And I said, well, that's how everything is going to be broadcast in the future. Oh, how do I get that? And uh, they, they have, they've got an Apple iPhone. I said, give me your phone. Let's download the whatever, <coughs> excuse me, is it the tuning app? I can't remember. Yeah, the tuning app. Yeah, that would do it. Yeah, so I downloaded that. Um, I went to a talk radio, clicked it on. There we are. P 
People are probably listening on Tune In Radio right now. So this, well, could they get this on Tune In Radio? Of course they can. Lots of radio stations are on Tune In Radio. Yeah. Well, if you are listening in any other way and you don't have the Tune In app, download it on your phone, smart smartphone. Yeah. Computer, you can uh, you can listen to us anywhere. Indeed. In fact, some there's a device now where you can put your phone in in the car that will then play the radio stations into the car. Uh, Bluetooth. Yeah. Who? Bluetooth. No need to be rude. He's a little uh, blue dinosaur. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, that, talking about Bluetooth being sensible for a minute, you know, you don't need... I had some... Um, in a house I, I uh, was in the other day, uh, they had... Uh, all their wiring was Bluetooth. Yeah, the problem with Bluetooth is the audio isn't as good. Isn't it? Not if you like listening to music. It's slightly compressed. Oh, okay. Well, we don't. We don't do music. We do speech. Yeah, speech is okay. Um, yeah. In fact, they had a very nifty thing, um, an alarm with no wires, so a Bluetooth alarm, and you press a button on this alarm, and it rang straight through to central control where the people who monitor the uh, the alarm were. Yeah, but those uh, wireless alarms are, are terrible. Are they? Yeah, because you can buy a, a device that jams all radio frequencies and turns off the wireless signal. Oh, right. Don't alarm anyone. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, no. Well, I thought it was quite clever. And I thought they had, uh, they had central heating in this house, which was electric uh, central heating radiators, all wired up to this, uh, or not wired up, just connected to a Bluetooth monitor that turned them on and off at will whenever you program to. Yeah, they're quite cool. You can set your heating on before you go home. Yeah. I thought that was good. It's amazing what you can do. Mm. Amazing what you can do nowadays. Um, right, shall we get on with the programme? We, <laughs> we not started yet? No, no, no. Well, I wanted to have a go about fracking. Ah, I've been waiting weeks for this. Have you? Oh, yes. Well, you know, there, there's a, there could be fortunes beneath our feet. Yes, I understand that, yeah. Yeah, um, depending on... Um, I've got a little scar on my hand. I was pulling an arrow out of a target the other day, shooting my bow, and for some reason I pulled it out of, out of the target and stuck it straight into the palm of my hand for some reason. I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I really, really don't know. I've got a little scar there. It's just, you know, when you can pick off the, the well, scab. I wonder if I'll have a scar underneath it. Anyway, sorry, uh, talking about fracking. So we've got all, all this fabulous free gas. Well, it won't be free, but it's, it, it, you know, a lot of it under whales, apparently. They can't frack under my house. Well, no, you want to frack under it yourself. I've got the rights, the mineral rights under my house. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Yeah, it's a long story, but uh, somebody owned uh, more or less the entire Isle of Anglesey. And yeah. they sent out letters to everybody saying, by the way, I own all your minerals. And everyone complained. So I made, had to fill out a form. Mm. And because so many people filled out the form, it cost this guy so much money that he, he uh, released all the rights. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll teach him. Well, I think fracking, look, look, they, you know, we've got to do something to get power, haven't we, in the future? Otherwise, we'll all be sitting around uh, burning trees. I Listen, I'm not, I'm not opposed to, to, uh, to a good log fire. I have one myself. Uh, but get a log burner, it's more efficient. Don't they smoke a bit? Not if you have a chimney, no. <laughs> I suppose that would help, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
I mean, I have got one that sometimes does fill the house with smoke and smells like you're walking into a pub. You know that smell when you go into a pub with an open fire? Oh, yeah, I like that. That's not bad. So do I. So I don't mind that at all. It's just that you have to paint the walls because of the... <laughs> anyway, never mind. Um, but no, you, you know, I like long fires. But anyway, we need this whole fracking debate. you got the greenies out there again, moaning nonstop about it. And if they'd, if they'd all stop moaning about nuclear power, then we wouldn't be going on about fracking, would we? Nuclear power is actually more green, isn't it? At least you know where all the, uh, the dodgy chemicals are. They're all in one building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, so we put, put the uh, fracking story out a while ago on, uh, on Facebook and uh, some of your thoughts. Thomas Johnson said, The destruction of landscapes, the uncontrolled release of gas causing water to ignite, the depleting and poisoning of water tables and polluting of lakes and rivers, just so that a handful of ruthless, greedy millionaires can grab even more wealth then scurry off, leaving desolation behind them. What's not to like? Yeah, well, I agree, Thomas. You know, sounds like a good plan to me, particularly if you've got the money to do the fracking in the first place. But of course, you know, America seems to be, uh, much as I dislike America uh, and their politicians at the moment, and quite a lot of Americans aren't really the sort of people I want to bring home to meet my mother either, um, they seem to have uh, sorted the fracking thing out reasonably okay, don't they? <laughs> I've seen a few dodgy videos online. Yeah, but, you know, those are the... Yeah. Uh, Christian says if the directors of the fracking companies could be put in prison, if they mess up like everyone is predicting that they will, I think their approach would be very different. At the moment, no cares about safety and the threat of a fine has no effect at the moment, no no cares about safety and the threat about fines has no effect to ensure a safe process. I just don't trust anyone. Well, Christian, you can't go through life just not trusting anyone. Uh, Jonathan Marshall says uh, these companies say the water tables won't be affected. I would like to see the board of experts drink a pint of the water and chemical mix first, just to show us sceptics how safe it is uh, before they poison the water supply. Don't forget, whatever rubbish they pump into the ground probably won't show for 30-odd years. Well, we won't be here then. Um, then what are the odds that there'll be, be no one around to blame? Uh, but taxpayers will have to pay for the cleanup again. Okay. We can't we can't have everything, can we? Uh, Alan said it's a big issue down here. He listens to the program in Australia. Hi, Alan. Uh, it can destroy the water table, pollute drinking water, and damage farmland, and much, much more. Uh, well, maybe there needs to be a little bit uh, of uh, research done into it. And David Graham, now this is interesting. David says he ha has to be done, fracking has to be done, as this country, embarrassingly, has had no energy policy for nigh on 20 years. We can't be energy dependent on other countries if we want to keep energy affordable. And I think that's a very good point. Uh, on a serious level, I don't know whether fracking is going to be dangerous, whether it's going to pollute anything or not, but we are in a very silly situation where our successive governments haven't put in a plan for how we actually get energy. We were, of course, quite happy to take it from the Russians now. We're not speaking to them. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's bollocks, a lot of it, isn't it, to be quite honest? Uh, yes. I, do your own yeah. research, I think, is the answer. Well, I don't know that that would... Uh, there are so many uh, different 
so-called experts telling you so much stuff, I think you could research until the cows come home and you still probably wouldn't know exactly what was going on. Well, there's a solution. Cows, methane gas. I'd like to research that one. Every hole in the ground in this country could extract, you know, every hole in the ground where we put rubbish, every landfill site could have uh, could have been a source of methane gas if it's probably um, extruded. Was it extracted? Uh, extracted. Yeah, um, pro- probably. And my, you know, my own really, um, my my favourite favourite idea is that in in every town, in every city maybe on the outskirts of every village, in the way that we have uh, little sewage plants, little water, you know, um, you know, the places where, where, where you, you treat the sewage. Water, um, we should have uh, incinerators that burn all the rubbish that we seem to generate nowadays rather than worrying about where it goes and whether we can turn the plastic back into bottles or little bits of grit to go in our, our makeup. We just burn the whole sodding lot and it's in one of these new incinerators that turns the rubbish back into power. Yeah, I think the problem is getting rid of the carbon emissions, though, isn't it? Well, no, they've got ways of doing that now, haven't they? Filtration. And they can, yeah, and they can use that again for something else. Uh, but, of course, you'll get all the NIMBY saying, oh, I don't want that down here, I don't want that here, I don't want that there. That's the problem. Everything is going to have somebody complaining. And you know the reason why? Why is that? Because we have too many human beings, and, and that it, you know, we're all breeding too much, and we have too many human beings on the planet. I've got a question, slightly serious one for me. Yeah, you know, in uh, Dubai and stuff like that, where they, where the uh, places like that, where they, um, yeah. they, they make actual land out of just loads of sand. Couldn't we just yeah. build an island somewhere off the coast a bit, some power stations and some incinerators and everything on it, so nobody has to live around them? Yeah. Well, that's a good idea. I, I don't know what the problem is there, but I don't understand why we can't have these green incinerators, these new incinerators. I pass one on the train when I go into London quite often, um, and uh, it looks quite nice. It's quite new, quite modern. It's got all the signs outside saying we're creating energy for the community, and the rubbish goes in there, and it's uh, it's incinerated, and it provides power. Research, I think. Research. Yeah research okay i think um is it probably time for us to have a bit of music on the program now just uh, as a, a form of uh, relaxation we can put our feet up a bit yes yeah well why, why don't why don't we do that have a cup of coffee put our feet up and uh, and see what uh, what happens next um so uh wild spice yeah they sent me a cd of theirs very nice yeah yeah and what was it like it's very, it's very, very good. I like it. Yeah? Okay. Well, let's play a track. Um, which one do you want? Uh, can we play Joe? Do you want to play Joe? It's yeah. Joe. Joe. Well, we, you know, there's one called Adam, but we'll play Joe. Yeah. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. On the James Well Radio Show, today, Wild Spice and Joe.
Uh, right, there we are, Wild Spice and Joe. Uh, very nice as well. Told you it was good. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've been having this uh, major um, attack on uh, Mosul in Iraq where IS have been held up. And quite right, too. They have to be eradicated. Uh, people with, um, with, with extreme religious views are dangerous for all of us, as far as I can see. Um, and they seem to be uh, acting them out. And why we haven't done anything uh, sooner, I don't know. But here's a thought for all those people cheering on the coalition forces going into Mosul. And I'm not, this is not meant, by the way, as a criticism. But just after a discussion I had with somebody who has been in there, and I won't tell you who, where, why, or what, don't ask me, or I'd have to, um, I'd have to, um, I've, I'd have to neutralise you. Isn't that what they do with cats? I don't know. No, that's something else. Um, but as the uh, massed forces with the coalition airstrikes, including the RAF, um, pound the hell out of Mosul, is it Mosul or Mosul? Mosul. Um, are we absolutely sure that all the women and the children and those people who don't want to be involved are out of there? See? Deathly silence. Nobody knows. I mean, it's a major city, second biggest city, I think, in Iraq, full of hospitals and schools. Has everybody got out? I'm just asking the question. Before we see more film footage, uh, as we have seen uh, coming out of Aleppo. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of that footage recently with the kids being dug out. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is what ha uh, the point I'm making, by the way, is this is what happens in every war. It's it's unavoidable. <clears throat> However much they might tell you, we have smart bombs and laser guided missiles. Uh, the targets that they may or may not strike uh, properly are always beside other things. Collateral damage is a real a real important part of war, and we have to understand that before we all get gung-ho and start cheering people on. You know, <laughs> these nutters, IS or Daesh or whatever you want to call them, I just call them perverts, uh, because they are, they're perverts, um, need to be removed. Absolutely they need to be removed, but whether uh, this is the, the, the way to do it, I don't know. Uh, and if it is the way to do it, why didn't we do it before? I don't know. I don't know what the. I, it just sickens me that we are here in the 21st century, and um, and it, it's it's getting worse. Here's a, here's a question we put out: um, Who should become our new best friend, Putin or Trump? Blimey. Okay. Because you know, I'm 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 actually uh, trying to get an interview at the moment with uh, Vladimir, because you know he has an interest in archery, and you have worked for the Russian media. I have worked for the Russian media. Oh, there's another story there. You see that that um, they are are trying to. Uh, uh, well, they have RBS <clears throat> and that West have closed uh, Russia Today's bank accounts. Can't they just move them to Barclays well, or something? Well, of course they can. I mean, what a ridiculous. Who? I don't believe that the the bosses of RBS or Nat West have got much intelligence. Anyway, look what they've done to their banks. Um, but as they are majority owned by. Uh, the government, i.e., you and me, has the government said, "Oh, I think we should uh, we should make it difficult for Russia today to broadcast it." Well, this, it's the most stupid thing I've ever heard. Because all you have to do is take your TV station to another country and then broadcast back. I think get a hundred pounds if you move your bank account to Santander. Well, maybe they should do that. Maybe mm. I, I just think it's futile and rather stupid. 
Because the one thing you could be sure of, that the, the, the Russia Broadcasting Authority has got a lot of money. I think they have, yes. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I'm thinking of, uh, of uh, uh, applying for a job there myself. Again? Well, no, I, I did, no, I did the voice of Russia for oh, a while. Oh, yeah, the voice of Russia, yeah. I haven't done Russia today. Oh, well, there you and, go. Then. And, and, you know, then there's the possibility of, um, of Al Jazeera. We'd all have to get Russian TV sets to watch you. No, you don't. You just get, you know, it's on like Sky News. So I could do a bit on Sky News. Interestingly, I've never been asked to appear on BBC News. Or BBC Question Time. No, BBC Question Time never asked me. Perhaps we should start. Why not? Is it, is it David Dimbleby, is it? I don't know. I think it was. Is he still around? I, can't, I don't know who does it anymore. Yeah. I, um... well, if anybody knows, I'm available. Um, so I just thought that was a bit stupid. Um, the whole thing about Putin and Trump, now it looks to me as if Trump won't win now with all these, re you know, relevations, um, <laughs> revelations about, about his sexual promiscuity. Um, I, I, you know, who, uh, who, who would we really like to align ourselves with if Trump was to become the president of the United States, uh, would we have a better relationship with him than Vladimir Putin? Because let's face it, uh, the British and the Russians are probably more similar than we like to admit. We come from the same part of the world in a way. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering that the American society is disintegrating in front of our eyes, isn't it? It looks that way, yeah. Yeah, you know, it really does. I put this out and um, I did ask the question, who should become our new best friend? Phil Barron says Kim Jong-un might as well. We're slowly becoming the North Korea of Europe. Well, in a way, you know, we are. We're restricting freedom of expression in this country more than people realise. Um, I love them both, says Chris Higgs, um, or love them... Oh, <laughs> Love them or hate them, we need them now more than ever before. Okay. Uh, John Bryan says I should behave, and he's probably nearer the mark than anyone else. Uh, John Green says the choice, no contest, it's Putin. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping to go and, uh, as I say, uh, do a, uh, have a chat with uh, Putin that um, uh, nobody else will get because of our love of archery. So we'll see. Uh, Gary Turner says, neither. Can't we now start getting intelligent, caring people in top jobs on this planet instead of lunatics, Gary? It's never going to happen. Uh, and Mark says, less chance uh, of being murdered in our beds by Trump, but he could become the reason we are. I'll take my chances with Trump. I wouldn't take my chances with Trump. Might climb into bed and start. Well, anyway, um, James uh, <laughs> James Cavell. I know James. He says I'd rather have Nicola Sturgeon heading our Brexit talks than have one of those two as a friend. Neither of whom could be trusted further than you could throw them. Robert Wade said both Trump. Uh, both Trump says he wants good relations with Putin and Russia. So let's have both Peter Stern uh, or Stein. Trump and Putin could both be our best friends. And if they can be persuaded to join forces to rid the world of IS, Trump seems to like Putin. So one day this might happen. Um, and there, there we are. That's, um, that's uh, not bad. In fact, more people said they'd like to be best friends with Putin than Trump. Didn't they? They did so far on the on the uh, yeah. Facebook page. We should do a vote on that, shouldn't we? We should do a vote. Um, if you want to get in touch with the programme, Rob will give you the address. Yep, you can email jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. 
jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. That's what yeah, I said. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Now, should we do Tech Talk gives you something to talk about and films and anything else you want to say or not? Uh, tech Talk, yep. Okay, you ready? I'm sitting back now. I'm going to uh, pick my microphone up and move back a bit. Then I can. Uh, oh, hang on. Then I can. Uh, then I can relax. Just put my mic over there. Hold on. Okay, I'm relaxed. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-two thousand police officers in London will be wearing body cameras by the summer of next year, and the police claim that it's going to be a speedier justice for victims. Oh. Um, and it'll stop all those people telling lies about what the policemen did when they stopped them. Yeah, why, why did you hit me, officer? That's the classic one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The cameras are built by, built by uh, Taser, so if you touch them, yeah. you're going to get a shock. <laughs> um, there's obviously uh, hang on, here's a question, here's a question. Are they British-made or are they American-made? Oh, I'll have to do I'll find out for you next week. I'll tell you, they're American-made. They're American. Well, I told you last yeah. week, British don't make decent things anymore. Do they not? No, everything falls apart. We're we're tinkers. We're we're bodgers. You know, we're yeah. hit it with a hammer. It might work. Kind of people in Britain are now. Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Uh, they have to let well, you know. Well, that's what Rob said, by the way. If you disagree, James Whale Radio at <laughs> gmail Get in touch. Uh, so there'll be a red light to tell you it's recording. They have to let you know that it's going to be recording, and uh, they've got thirty-one days to use the footage or it gets deleted. And you've got until the police officer gets back to the police station to dock it before it gets uploaded to the cloud so if you could if you want to rob the camera to uh, get rid of the evidence you've, you've got until he gets back to the police station oh dear uh right okay anything else uh, i could do some films have you got films i got two have, films. You, have you been to the cinema I, this I week have, i have been twice oh, right. okay uh, off you go first one is a uh, kids film called trolls uh, I saw that. I don't. I don't think that looks very good, to be honest with you. I didn't want to go, but obviously I went. Why not? Uh, well, because it's, it's a kids' film and it looked really pants on the on the trailer. Um, but uh, I, I went for obvious reasons. I took my daughter, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. To be fair. Uh, what was it? Was it about trolling people online? No, 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 no. It's about these little uh, cute little. Um, I can't call them animals. They're not really animals. They're just trolls. Oh, you t- oh, trolls that we used to get at the petrol station. Yeah, with long hair. Oh, right. Oh, when I, yeah, my kids had those when they were young. Yeah, and it's basically, a, it's almost like a musical. There's songs in it. Songs in the uh, film oh, are very, very good. Um, isn't Russell Brand in that? Russell Brand, yeah, he plays the sort of guru type character. Oh, you, know, right. you can imagine the character he sort of plays. Namaste okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he's uh, Justin Timlake. Uh, loads of classic 80s tracks being played and re-sung by the trolls. Very good. I walked out of there feeling very happy. Oh, right. Well, that's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you uh, you managed to find a film that made you feel happy. That's exceptionally good. And then on the uh, sort of uh, to contra that, I, I went to see Free State of Jones. Uh, I've no idea what you're talking about. It's, it's a, a film uh, around the uh, about the Civil War. Mm. About a call, a guy called uh, Newt Knight. What was that? Well, I don't know. That was something. Sounded like wind. <laughs> Could have been. We're in Wales. Um, oh yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil, well, you're in Wales. I'm not. That's true. Uh, it's about a a guy who defects from the uh, from the army in the Civil War and befriends. Which Civil War are we talking about? The American Civil War. Well, we did have a civil war in this country, you know, back in uh, sixteen something or other. Yeah, but no one's going to make a, a film about that, are they? Why not? Don't know because all the money's in America. Yeah, well, I, I think it's about time there was a new British civil, English civil war film out. 
Any, you yeah. know, Cromwell and uh, Charles. <laughs> well, this had a bit of a story to it. Um, so it's about a guy who defects from the army. Uh, he befriends uh, slaves and turns his county into a free county by basically uh, rebelling. Very good. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. it a good film? It was all right, actually. Very, very uh, yeah. educational. Oh, well, you have, had a, you have had a good week, haven't you? Um, anybody, actually, we should say, anybody listening who has uh, a movie they would like to suggest, just uh, email it in. JamesWhaleRadio at uh, gmail.com. What we haven't done, we haven't reminded people to go to our website, sponsored by Ford, and have a look around there. Uh, lots of TV programs, lots of things to buy, all sorts of stuff. And there's a few up there, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I've finished now. Finish what? My bit. Oh, good. Right. I was getting bored, so I was just promoting the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Uh, In fact, you can listen to this program by going on my Twitter site, at the James Whale, or the Twitter site, the James Whale Show. Or on your favorite and, radio station. Yeah, and uh, click on, and you can come straight on to see all the programs. There's about 100 and something hours. This is 161. 161 hours. You could listen non-stop to me talking complete rubbish for a week, couldn't you? Uh, 24 hours in a day, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, right, what was I going to say? I was going to say something really important. Oh, you know how uh, a week or so ago I said that UKIP was finished? Uh, yes, you did. Yeah. True, isn't it? It is now. Hasn't the guy left? Well, Stephen Wolfe, um, he's the one who uh, apparently had a bit of a Barney, although the bloke who apparently hit him did say he didn't hit him. But anyway, uh, put him in hospital. He's, uh, he was a contender for the leadership of, the, of UKIP. Um, he's now quitting altogether. He says that the party is in a downward spiral uh, until, the, uh, until it just disintegrates. And I, I said a long time ago, I, in fact, I... I phoned Nigel Farage, had a chat with him the other day. He is doing more and more work in America, um, and we hope to have an exclusive interview with him on this program. But you can hear what I did a year or so ago um, before, of course, Brexit and everything else. And uh, you can hear Nigel as he used to be before everything he wanted has been achieved. And now, of course, he's standing down as leader of UKIP. He realizes that UKIP, perhaps without him, is finished, so he knows what he's doing. But there are still there are still bunches of people who don't realise that UKIP was Nigel. That was it. Yeah. Well, it's obvious. that's why Douglas Carswell, when he became a UKIP uh, MP or the only UKIP MP, realised that the followers of UKIP, supporters of UKIP, really were just fans of Nigel Farage. Nigel's a charismatic character. He is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, without Nigel, there is no no party. So I predict the end of UKIP, the winding up of UKIP within the year. Not this year, within next year. I think you're going to be right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose we should finish with uh, with questions, shall we? I mean, we must be nearly out of time now. Uh, yeah, we're getting that way. Um, questions yeah. then, okay. Well, this we like to do every week, and if you've not done before, I uh, if you can catch me out with a question that I can't answer, uh, we will send you a copy of uh, my autobiography. <coughs> oh, dear. Okay. Well, well, I just thought about that. Well, it just means I'm going to go down the post office again this week. 
No, nobody's going to catch me out with a, a question. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, go on. Uh, Bill Roberts, he says, yes. I, I suspect that sausages float in the sea, whereas bacon and ham sink unless you fry them first. Does anyone know if this is true? Well, that's to it. I can't. That can't be a question, really, because all you've got to do to, uh, to to answer that question is to to try it out. Well, no, all you've got to do is say uh, yes. Yeah. Somebody knows it's true. That's the yeah, actual. Well, somebody does know it's true. Obviously, <laughs> I just saved you there. Um, yeah, no, but I would. I would think that you will find that cooked meat floats better than raw meat. Well, it's lighter for a start. Yeah, of course, absolutely, yes. Which is why it does. Thank you, Bill. Very good question, though. May I say, um, Paul Willday. You do have trouble reading, don't you? What, 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 what's wrong with that? That's Paul Wilday. Well, all right, okay, go on. Uh, you tell me otherwise. Well, it's the way you went. Wilday. I'm not that old. Oh, trust me, you are. Anyway, come on, quick. Why is Lily Allen such a deluded, spoiled, insufferable idiot? Wow. Who's Who was that again? Lily, Lily Allen. Lily, you're an... No, no, for the question, I know who Lily Allen is. Uh, hasn't she got a famous actor as a father? Yeah. Keith Allen played uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. That's right, yeah. Uh, Paul, yeah. Paul... Good actor. Paul Wilday. Yeah. Well, you, you, sorry, Paul, you're an idiot. No, she's not a spoiled child. She did something very useful. She went... Uh, she went over to the the, the uh, jungle and she realised how appalling it is. I've been there. It is. Um, and, you know, we're, we're still not doing our bit. Anybody wants to take exception to this, you know the address, jameswellradio uh, at gmail.com. Uh, 14 children we have had brought back out of a possible 200. Um, 14 children brought back to this country. Can't we work a bit faster to help these kids? You know what we're doing and the way we're treating these people over in France, we are just breeding another generation of terrorists. So, Paul, was it Paul? Paul, yes. Yeah, you're an idiot, mate. You are an absolute stupid, stupid idiot. Right, no book for him. Um, Karen Cliff. I don't even want him listening. <laughs> you can't keep knocking off our listeners. I can if they like him. Okay. Uh, ca sorry, Karen. Karen Clift. What are the seven signs of aging? Oh, you got seven answers now. Seven signs of aging. Um, uh, um, mental attitude to new technology. That's one. Yeah. Um, ability to operate new technology. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the thought that everything when you were young was better than it is now. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the lack of understanding that people have to find out for themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, the possibility that some of your hair goes grey. Mm-hmm. Um, a slight... Reduction in your height. One more. <clears throat> yeah, I know one more. I'm just trying to think which is the best one. Um, and the realisation that you ain't going to live forever. Well, there we are. We're all depressed yeah. now. Right. Cool. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Christopher James Mapp. This is going to be quite difficult, I think. This is, this is the one that's going to stump you. Uh, when heating a solution... 
a scientist detects a temperature increase in the solution during a period of time. Can you state what accurately characterizes the solution during this period? Wow. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, that. Uh, what was his name? Christopher James Mapp. Golly, I think, Christopher, you might have beaten me here. Um, I'm, I'm just going to take a flyer at this uh, because, you know, thermodynamics was my thing when I was at school, by the way. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I think basically what happens, uh, Christopher, James Mapp, is that the speed of the molecules is increasing. I'll check that out and see if you're right. That's, um... I think you'll find I am, actually. Okay. Uh, hmm. Stuart Bailey. Uh, was Roger from Bristol an actor when he called in all those years ago? Um, no. Roger, how do people recognise the... Wow. Okay. No idea. Just say no. Who's, who's going to know? Uh, is it Simon... Uh, Chisnell. Chisnell. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, okay. If you were Prime Minister, what would be your top policy? Uh, love. Enforced love. Enforced love. Isn't that what Trump does? <laughs> <laughs> you might say that. I possibly won't comment. <clears throat> anyway, I think I've had enough of that. Any more? Any? Uh, Shelley Channing, who would be your two dinner guests? Dead or alive, not family and wife. Yeah, I, that's Sally Channing. Is that not what I said? You said Shelley. You are a prize <laughs> prat. You and your reading, it really is. Sally Channing says, "Who?" Uh, this is a question I often get asked, and I, I have different answers all the time. Who would be my two favourite Guinness <laughs> dinner guests, dead <laughs> or alive? Um, I would love to meet or, or have met Bob Marley. Um, and I would like to have dinner as well with um, uh, Theresa May, Bob Marley and Theresa May. Wow. Can I be the waiter? I used to be a waiter. I was, I was called Bob when I was a waiter. Yeah, yeah, you can be the waiter. Um, that's it. Listen, the sun has just begun to shine here in the south. Uh, I'm not sure what's it doing in North Wales, but the sun is shining here in the south, so I think I'm going to go out for a 10K jog. Uh, just to make sure everything's working all right. How's that little problem of yours? Is yeah. it, is it cleared right. up now? I beg your pardon? Nothing. <clears throat> Say no more. I was just, um, yeah. Is it better? What? The thing that was wrong with you. Fine. Okay. Bog off now.
You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.